0: Alistair, I have a question for you. What? Are you ready for frogs?
1: Yes, I am. (laughs) Welcome, Critters and Creeps, to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham.
0: And I'm Cadaver Dad, Jeff Burnham.
1: And today we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm.
0: But soon, we will be coming to you from DePaul University. Yep. Because what are we doing?
1: (laughs) A live show.
0: Yeah, we're doing a live show at the DePaul Celebration of Slashers. That's coming up on April 28th.
1: And also, DePaul is where my dad works.
0: Yeah, I teach at DePaul, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so, so Celebration of Slashers. If you're interested in seeing Cadaver Cast live, we're going to be there. And I believe our live program is going to be early in the day. It kind of runs all day, but we're going to be doing our part early in the day. We're also going to be on a round table. About horror podcasting. And one of the keynote speakers at the event is Rachel Talalay, who made Freddy's Dead. Also, if you haven't checked it out, we've been plugging it on social media, but we were on another podcast recently. Yeah. What was it?
1: Nightmare Junkhead.
0: Yeah, man, we were on Nightmare Junkhead, talking to Greg and Genius. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was... Um... (laughs) Yes.
1: And... (gasps) Me and genius were basically talking about um, monster movies for basically the whole time I was there. I wasn't yeah. there for the whole time, but my dad was.
0: Yeah, you guys made pretty fast friends, the two of you, and that was, a, and that was part of their into the mouth of March Madness tournament that I was helping them with. And Alistair was just on there talking to them for a little bit beforehand. So if you want to hear more of us, go check out Nightmare Junkhead. It's their 1978 March Madness episode of the um, uh, and Hateful episode. So go if, check if that you, out.
1: If you finish all these episodes, definitely go watch that.
0: I, even if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, go listen to Nightmare Junkhead. One of my favorite shows, really cool dudes.
1: He also knows a lot about these because when he goes to school, he has his headphones and listens to these podcasts.
0: Oh, you're talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to podcasts while I commute. Yes. Yeah. And remember, listeners, we are, of course, a patron-supported show. You can support our podcast uh, by heading on over to patreon.com slash Salad. And supporting Word Salad Productions supports our show and gets you access to a bunch of cool, exclusive content, including yep. a new episode of Cinemuck, which I co-host with my friend Tyler. And I and
1: was also on And
0: you were on one, that is true. Uh, we've got a spring break episode that'll be dropping on Word Salad Patreon a week after this one comes out.
1: Oh, and there is two other ones I am also on.
0: Yeah, well we have uh Cadavercast exclusives there on Patreon as well.
1: Yeah, with me so, too.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, you're the you're the host of Cadavercast, so <laughs> yeah. clearly you're there. Uh but um, yeah, money that we pull in there supports the show and goes into Al's College Fund. Yeah. So, uh it goes towards upkeep for us, but then Al's College Fund. And here we are talking about what movie?
1: Frogs. <laughs>
0: And who picked this one?
1: Me.
0: Yep, you sure did. This is also one of Grandma's favorites.
1: And this is, um, I'm sorry if you haven't watched this movie, spoilers for you. Frogs don't kill anyone in this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Early on in the movie, you ask me, when are the frogs going to eat someone?
1: And then for the whole movie, they don't.
0: They don't, the entire movie. Yeah. In spite of the fact that if you look at the cover art for the Blu-ray here, and if you look at the poster for the movie, it's got a frog with a human hand coming out of its mouth. That doesn't happen. Frogs don't kill anybody. But there are plenty (laughs) of other creatures that do, and we'll dive into that in great detail. But Alistair, Uh overall, you like frogs?
1: Yeah. Oh, at the end uh of... of, uh, I gotta talk about the credits at the end.
0: Okay, okay. So skip to the very, very end of the no. movie, which is no, how we do it on end, CadaverCast.
1: <laughs> at the end of the episode, make sure if I forget, remind me.
0: Well, you can talk about it now. Why not? We do get okay. you're talking about the the little animation, right?
1: Yeah. So a frog comes in
0: at the like, after the movie's over after the credits.
1: Yeah, frog comes in. It's basically the frog that, on the cover, basically he hops in, opens his mouth, hand flops in to his mouth, and then hops away.
0: Yeah, that's the only, and it's, it makes me laugh because it feels like they knew they messed up by making a movie called Frogs that has no frogs killing anybody. So they had somebody quickly animate a frog swallowing a human hand so they could say, well, at least there is no like total falsehood in our advertising. We can still put a frog with a human hand coming out of its mouth on the poster, and we don't have to worry about it.
1: They don't eat a person, but they do kill a person at the end.
0: Yeah, but it's very indirect. I would say he is as much killed by frogs as he is clearly killed by the taxidermy in the room. But I suppose taxidermy? Little, all the stuffed animals on the wall, like the, the dead animals that have been stuffed and preserved on the wall.
1: No, <laughs> I think it was the frog. Well, the frogs,
0: he sees all the frogs and he starts freaking out. Then he sees the taxidermy and then he has a heart attack oh. and dies. So it's a it's a frog and taxidermy induced heart attack. That is as close as you get to frogs actually killing somebody in a movie called Frogs. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember when I saw this as a teenager for the first time because Grandma was always telling me you gotta see frogs, you gotta it's see frogs. It's
1: kind of scary and disgusting.
0: It's it's kind of spooky. It's Those got a nice slow buildup. up.
1: leeches are disgusting. Oh yes,
0: Al learned about leeches for the first time during this movie.
1: Yes, yeah, she comes out of some stuff. Hold on. Just... Well, you know,
0: we'll get to the leeches. Let's let's pause on the leeches, and let's take a step back. Okay. Let's take a step back. Um, you've seen this movie before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've seen this movie before.
1: I don't remember it. You
0: don't remember it. I watched it when I was a teenager and thought, Mom, why you make me watch this movie? <laughs> but I really like it. I do. Oh, I really like it end, now. And
1: at the end, there was...
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh. You're so excited to talk about the end of the movie. But we haven't even talked yeah. about the beginning. It's funny because you told me at the... The very start of this recording, right before I hit record, you said, Dad, when we start the podcast, I promise you I will start at the start of the movie right at the beginning and I'll start with the guy on the boat. And you skipped instead to the end of the credits. So that worked out really well. So really quickly, before we go back to the beginning of the movie... This is from 1972, and it's rated PG. It's got some blood. It's got some spookiness. But as long as you're watching it with your kids, and if you don't know if they can handle it, watch it without them first. But
1: Alistair didn't really
0: have a problem with it. I would
1: recommend watching it first to see if your kids would handle those disgusting leeches.
0: The leeches alone? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that part is so not cool.
0: Okay, Um, but the movie stars Sam Elliott, a very upsettingly mustacheless Sam Elliott, as well as Ray Milland. Now, Ray Milland, Alistair, in case you don't remember, was in this movie right here, The Thing with Two Heads, which also came out in 1972. So Frogs and The Thing with Two Heads maybe my favorite ray miland movies i mean that's a that's a pretty tall order cuz he's he was in some legitimate classics but when i think of ray miland i immediately think thing with two heads and frogs uh, both 72 the thing with two heads is great if you haven't seen it listeners it's it's about a, an old racist scientist who gets his head transplanted onto Rosie Greer's body, much to his dismay. It's very, very funny. And, and goofy. then
1: he tries and then the scientist tries to cut his head off, but it's his body.
0: Yeah, yeah. Al caught, the like the last half of it or something, where they're going around on a motorcycle and there's a guy on a on like a dirt bike uh, with a fake rubber head attached to his shoulder. It's fantastic. I love that stuff. I love those I like that in Manster movies where guys have Manster? two heads. Manster?
1: Oh, right. I remember that. Yeah,
0: yeah, Manster. So do you remember Sam Elliott's character's name? No. That's Pickett Smith. Do you remember his job?
1: Um um a photographer.
0: Good, yeah, yeah. He's a photographer.
1: I I I knew he was he was a guy that took pictures, but I try, I didn't know if I would say the name of the thing wrong.
0: Photographer. Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Nailed it.
1: Because I tried to say it right.
0: You got it, man. Yeah, so what's he doing in the beginning of this movie? Why don't you tell um, our listeners, maybe briefly, if you can, what the movie's about, and then we'll talk about everybody getting about, killed by Creepy crawlies.
1: It's about... This guy he bumps into a speedboat, and then they go into a place where the speedboat people live. And then there's all these frogs like jumpy, 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 and sometimes they get stacked up, and <laughs> and then they have to go around doing trying to get out of this place. And then people die and die and die and die until some people escape, and then the last person the uh, Dies from a heart attack.
0: There you go. That's frogs. That (laughs) pretty much does it. Yeah. Well, he's going around taking pictures for a report on ecology. And he's taking pictures of pollution. And all the pollution is from this rich family. And so it's like a microcosm, this island of pollution and, like, you know, uh, wealthy land barons and, like, people, you know, with who own these corporations and control these corporations, how they have no concern for the environment. And Pickett-Smith represents, you know, those interests of, of nature, right? Like, the people who want to protect the environment. And on this island is a microcosm of that entire conflict.
1: At the beginning, he takes the pictures and then every time he takes a picture, it stops where he t- took a picture and then shows some of the names. Oh, the
0: the credits are over his pictures. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I am also a very good voice maker. And <laughs> I didn't try to read some of the names yeah. with a cool voice.
0: Yeah, Al's been really working on his reading. And so he was reading a lot of the credits. Do you want to. I don't know. Do you want to try one of the voices? I
1: can't. I can't do it anymore. You can't do
0: your voices?
1: No, I can only do them for so long. I can only do that for so long. Oh, right,
0: because you were trying to do the dog's trailer voice. That's, okay. So, boy, this requires some explanation. Listeners, at the opening, you you will have heard us do the question that I've been asking Alistair for days, which is, are you ready? for frogs. I
1: can't hear it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the dogs trailer voice. There's a movie starring David McCallum from 1976 called Dogs that I wanted to see for ages just because of the trailer where in the trailer they say are you ready for dogs? <laughs> and so uh, Al was also trying to do that voice. Can you do it just a little bit? Mm-hmm. Can you say are you ready for frogs?
1: Are you ready for frogs?
0: No, in the voice, goof.
1: Are you ready for frogs?
0: <laughs> kind of goblin-y. I like it. So this island, or I don't know if it's an island, but definitely it's sort of an old... Weird place? It's like a kind of an antebellum ho- like home, like a southern gothic home um, to me, uh... that's inhabited by the Crockett's, the head of the family being Ray Milland. And yeah, they're rich and they're poisoning all the animals and they're dumping a bunch of waste into the swamps and they're getting swarmed by these frogs.
1: But somehow the frogs just go croaky croaky everywhere.
0: (laughs) Croaky croaky. That's what frogs do, man. Croaky croaky.
1: (laughs) They just go hopping around places just going croak and sometimes they stack up on each other. And they basically do nothing until the end, where they try to break in.
0: Except for the time they jump on the cake. It's like a 4th of July Ah, party, and all of the crockets, and this is another part of this, like, social commentary about America, that, like, the crockets, all these rich people, their birthdays are all during the month of July, so they all get together for a giant 4th of July party to celebrate everybody's birthdays and the birthday of America, and they're ruining the environment. So the social commentary there, very, very strong.
1: And then the frogs jump on the cake.
0: And into the cups and all over the food. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of recycled footage of the frogs like stacking up on top of each other yeah. and just sitting on branches and stuff. And logs. And logs. Well, and kind of nothing happens for the first half of the movie anyway. It just It's just ominous, and the frogs are hopping around, and you get to meet the Crockett's, and you get to meet Pickett Smith, and you learn about everybody's relationships. And it's about half the movie before people start really dying. There's one guy who's dead. Pickett finds his body. He's dead. He was killed by a snake. But then nobody Him. else dies. Remember the handyman who had the Jeep, and they didn't know where he was? And he was laying dead by all the poison, and there yeah. was like a snake, and part of his face was like all messed up. Yeah. Yeah, so he died before the movie started, presumably. But then nobody else dies until, like, the halfway mark.
1: Oh, I remember the Crocs. The little
0: Crocs. Oh, the little alligators?
1: Yeah, the gators. Gators, gators. You call them gators?
0: <laughs> yeah. Gators. And one guy gets gatored.
1: <laughs> gatored. 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 He
0: gets Gator 8. Gator, what do you think? Pretty good.
1: Gatorade.
0: Yeah. Like pretty Gatorade. Good. Yeah, you—that's exactly the the dad joke that I was making. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay. So, um, let's get halfway into the movie then.
1: Uh, Do you remember
0: who dies first?
1: Um, I don't remember her name, but that's the one that got um the, all of the
0: leeches mm-hmm. all over. Her. Nope, you're skipping two people. You're skipping Michael first. Michael who has. Probably the single most embarrassing death in the movie.
1: Which one?
0: He's the guy who's running along and then he shoots himself in the leg.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, <gasps> and then he gets, um, and tarantulas fall on him. And there's a guy throwing tarantulas at him. it get frozen to his mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah. We here at Frankenstein's Monkey Farm appreciate a good scene where you can tell there's some kind of production assistant... Or somebody standing off to the side of the shot, throwing monsters at the actor. <laughs> and they're chucking tarantulas at this dude. Like,
1: Yeah. And, and I think they're, like, dropping giant fuzzy vines on him.
0: Yeah, it does. it's so weird. Because, like, tarantulas are not that dangerous. But these ones apparently are. Oh. And they're dropping... And
1: there's also a scorpion.
0: And there's a scorpion in there, too. That is actually dangerous. But the tarantula is not so much. Except they're dropping giant piles of straw onto him. So then somebody off to the side of the camera, though, is chucking tarantulas at him. And this guy's screaming. And one of the tarantulas lands just, like Alistair said, Boy. square in his mouth. <laughs> and we, we created a song about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Should we do it? Yeah. Put a tarantula in your face.
0: Stack, Stack up, up those frogs, frogs to do outer space. space.
1: That was actually my idea, to do the last part together.
0: (laughs) That's frogs for you, man. That's the whole movie, right there. (laughs) Tarantulas getting chucked in people's mouths, frogs in a pile.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hear all about those frogs in a pile. (laughs)
0: Stack them up. Every time they show them, gotta shout it at the screen. Stack them up. (laughs) So that's Michael. He gets covered in straw and then sort of some kind of webbing. And then there's a scorpion there, just in case you didn't believe the tarantulas were dangerous. So he's he's gone. And then there's Kenneth. Do you remember Kenneth? Kenneth. No, Al doesn't uh, remember any of the characters, guaranteed.
1: I do remember some, at least. I remember uh, not very much of the family.
0: Well, okay, so Kenneth... He gets killed. Everybody gets killed by different creatures, um, but not but, fr- but not the frogs, except for Ray Moland, Kind of who who has the heart attack? Yeah. But Kenneth. The creatures that kill him, they use a very tricky strategy. That Al said of their strategy, that's kind of smart. Do you remember what those creatures were? He's the one in the greenhouse.
1: Ah, oh, the ones they used the poison there.
0: Yeah. What and are those the- creatures?
1: Lizards.
0: So, what do the lizards do?
1: Um, they get, they make Do they poison. eat him? No.
0: <laughs> do they jump on him?
1: After he's dead from... After
0: he's dead, yeah.
1: So, they basically get on him after. And they also drop...
0: But, but how does he die?
1: Well, the lizard, a giant lizard, drops poison air that won't kill them...
0: For some reason.
1: For some reason, I don't know why. But it does kill him. And then some tiny green lizards jump onto him.
0: Yeah, the lizards knock over a bunch of jars filled with poison that have sort of like masking tape on the side of the jars that just has poison written on them in marker. And they knock all these bottles down together and it creates a gas and he asphyxiates and dies from poison gas. Yeah. And then he gets covered in lizards. So yeah. it's lizards who aren't killed by poison gas, using poison gas to kill him, and then they just climb all over him like a jungle gym.
1: Oh, and you had one of the ones that would open their mouth and make stuff. Yeah, there's a and, lot of different
0: kinds of lizards in that scene.
1: Yeah, and, and one was hanging by its hand. I don't know what you said.
0: I don't remember either. <sighs> I I was giving them all funny voices.
1: I do remember when you said the one, the first one that was looking at the other one, you said, hey. (laughs) (laughs) But that,
0: okay, so there's Kenneth with the lizards all over the place. Now, Alistair, we're at the scene you want to talk about.
1: All of the leeches.
0: Leeches. Do you remember the woman's name with the leeches? No,
1: I basically don't remember. (laughs) That's Iris. Iris. Oh, this is the one. In the special features, she had a different death.
0: Yeah, yeah. We watched the theatrical trailer on the special features of the Scream Factory Blu-ray. Uh, the Blu-ray is a double feature with Food of the Gods, which we've talked about a bunch on the show, yeah. though we've never reviewed it. But uh, in the special features on the trailer, yeah, Iris dies in quicksand yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. So that's that's wild stuff. There's an alternate death there. But in the movie, this was the one that stuck with Alistair.
1: The leeches and the, the frogs and the snakes and so many things.
0: Yeah, she had a pretty bad run of it.
1: Yeah, she has to go through a lot of obstacles. Snakes give her a trap. They, like, basically go in different places. and then They, she like, surround ra- her, yeah. Yeah, and then there was one place that there weren't snakes that she ran out. And then, of course, she dies. Yeah, but she gets covered
0: in leeches. And then she gets bitten by a rattlesnake.
1: Yeah, and then her face turns, like, white.
0: She turns into, like, Like, a ghost looking.
1: Yeah, just like the first guy we saw that was dead.
0: Yeah, that's true. This was the spookiest scene for Al, for sure, because Al didn't know what leeches were. So that definitely, definitely gave you a spook, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. One of them went to go looking, and then the croc,
0: the gators, gators. Yeah, Iris's husband, I believe, Stuart, comes out, and he gets eaten by gators. Well, more Mm. specifically, he grabs a gator and rolls around in some mud with it, because you can clearly see that the gator's mouth is taped shut. And then he rolls around in some mud, and they throw some like some of that good old fashioned like 3M latex red paint looking blood all over him that really fake 70s blood that's sometimes orange you know they throw that all over him which al always comments that's orange that doesn't look like blood at all al picks up on that real quick
1: oh Um, and another guy got that on his hand
0: yeah because then uh, and that's the next guy that's clint the speedboat driver he gets killed by water snakes
1: yeah and his hand is covered in that orange
0: stuff yeah yeah i don't I wonder why, because of course he's bit by the snakes, but then he's covered in blood, so I don't know why he's bleeding. there may have been an alternate death in there, more animals involved. no,
1: maybe the snakes were where his hand was,
0: oh, so they just like all bit the one the like no, the snakes the all bit sna- the one hand. <laughs>
1: There's like he, yeah, like I'm,
0: talking. I'm, I'm sort of miming like snakes wiggling off of your hand. That's why Al's laughing there. But then, okay, so then Jenny, his wife Jenny, oh, she yeah. steps out into the water and gets killed by.
1: I don't remember.
0: A snapper turtle.
1: Oh right, the snapper And then she turtle.
0: gets covered in crabs.
1: Oh yeah, later you see that.
0: Of course, mind you, most of these deaths happen kind of off screen. They're not super gory or anything. Like the the gator, like I said, its mouth doesn't even open. Um, the water snakes, you don't see the snakes get anywhere close to Clint. The wife, Jenny, the snapper turtle goes at her and then the camera like cuts. Then the scene cuts and it goes away. Most of them happen off screen. You don't see the deaths. You see the like the build up to it and then the aftermath and you don't see the actual death. Um, that happens most of the time, which makes it, uh, I think, easier For kids to watch. It's also goofy because... I don't know. It's Okay, so it's like this really gritty, grimy, southern gothic horror movie. But with all of this animal footage B-roll. It's like watching cute animal videos on YouTube. Mixed with people screaming. (laughs) Right? Yeah,
1: it's literally so. She steps in, she can't move, and then... Here comes a snapper turtle, here comes a snapper turtle. <laughs> and then it just cuts off, and then later you see all the crabs on her legs.
0: Yeah, and then the turtle's just sitting on her back. So you don't see the turtle biter. you don't see the gator bite the guy, you don't see the snakes bite Clint, you do see the leeches on Iris, and you see a tarantula get thrown in Michael's mouth. <laughs> so there's not a lot of gore really... Most it's, of the deaths are off screen. I'm
1: saying that the leeches are the leeches are definitely the goriest part. That's why you need
0: Yeah, cuz I think it. that was probably a reshoot. They they were like, "Oh, man, the no, she gets killed in quicksand. She's got to be killed by creatures. This movie's called Frogs. She's got to be killed by creatures." I think they probably reshot that to add in creatures. Yeah. Then you get um, three people killed off screen again. 100% off screen in With, every way um, by
1: people, I don't know.
0: by birds, which oh, right. they don't show you any of that. Like, they don't show you any of the buildup. They don't even really show you the bodies, fly, fly, but fly, there's just fly, a bunch fly, of birds around and they're screaming. And oh, then... and
1: one of them tries to kill, one of the guys kills two birds.
0: Oh, Michael? Yeah, he shoots two birds out of the sky, then he shoots himself in the leg, and then somebody throws a tarantula in his mouth. And... Yeah. And then, yeah, that, then, I mean, the remaining people get away. Pickett Smith, uh, the sort of his love interest, and then Clint and Jenny's children, they escape, leaving old man Crockett, who refuses to leave his plantation-style home, uh, leaving him to have a heart attack looking at frogs and his taxidermy.
1: That's the movie!
0: That's it! Yeah, so it's this social commentary stuff, this... Anti-pollution message, this commentary about wealth in America, and then just a whole bunch of people getting bumped off real rapid succession by various critters.
1: Well, on the thing, it says, Today the pond, tomorrow the world.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the tagline. And uh, we can only assume if they made a sequel, it would be Frogs Take Manhattan.
1: I guess if there was a Frogs 2, it would be about, like, the may- remaining people dying. Do
0: you think they would just do the same thing again?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: you,
1: you're probably just...
0: right, yeah. What would you call Frogs 2? Frogs 2 what? Frogs 2?
1: Frogs 2, the... the death of the crockets.
0: Well, I think most of them are dead. I think there are three crockets left. We uh, Let well, me see. One, two, three, four, five... Six Crockett's, seven Crockett's died in the movie, and there's three left. I guess the death of the the death of the rest of the Crockett's. No, <laughs> something like <gasps> no,
1: frogs that. No, do the death of the Crockett's.
0: Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll frogs just call it that.
1: The death of the Crockett.
0: I'm going with frogs take Manhattan.
1: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: <laughs> they go to New York, man. <laughs> And they put on top hats, and they and they have canes and, like, coats to trick people into thinking they're they're humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is great, right? Okay, oh, so the frogs, I, I got, what do you got?
1: They would stack each other up. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. And then they would make, like, a person for it. Yes! As,
0: <laughs> Dude.
1: as a person. That's
0: exactly what I was going to say. They're already stacked <laughs> up. Throw a coat on them. <laughs> and they, they walk into a store, and they say, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, we were wondering if there's anybody who works here whose name is Crockett. And they go around Manhattan looking for the remainder of the Crocketts dressed up in a person suit. Yeah, I like it. And
1: then they come out of the arms and then they go after oh, yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So they lift up the arms of the coat and then they shoot frogs out of the arms of the coat right into people's mouths. Yes. <laughs> And maybe they open up, like, their pocket and it shoots out tarantulas, and then...
1: No, they... they
0: and they yeah. ride around on a snapper turtle. Gators for legs. And then li- and then they, they can open up the coat and lizards lean out with bottles of poison and throw them at people. No,
1: no. And then the frogs just call Frog, frog! And then all of the other animals come after the people.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then they all attack New York. And then they go up to the other places and then destroy those places.
0: Yeah, so listen up. Frogs
1: 2, end of the world.
0: Frogs 2, end of the world. There you go.
1: (laughs) Frogs 2, end of the world. There it is. That's it. Frogs 2, end of the world. Stack them up. (laughs) Frogs 2, end of the world.
0: Awesome. (laughs) Well,
1: that's done. That's the end of the movie. I guess this podcast episode's over.
0: Oh, it is because I thought we had two sections left. Oh my! <laughs> what Get
1: booked.
0: No. What do we What do we do first? Mm.
1: Um.
0: Beastly best.
1: Right. I know where the guy gets eaten by the crocodiles.
0: Alligators. Alligators. You would think you'd remember that? Your name being Al. <laughs> this is just dawning on him I right like- now, listeners. You should see the look on his face of oh, just the revelation of this. Like, there's no reason he should be forgetting that they're alligators. <laughs> and yet he has completely. So, so Stuart versus the gators, that's your beastly best. Uh huh. Mine is 100%, absolutely, without a doubt... Michael shooting himself in the leg and then getting a tarantula thrown in his mouth. <laughs> that is absolutely was, the was, coolest monster moment.
1: I was going to think that you were going to say that.
0: It's it's easily my favorite part of the movie. The tarantula <laughs> flopping in his mouth is so funny.
1: Get spooked moment now.
0: All right. So the spookiest moment in the movie. Al, um, I know what you're going to say. We actually have two. Oh, do you?
1: Where... The tarantula gets into the mouth.
0: So, you think that that's not just funny and cool, but also spooky?
1: Yeah. And the leech moment.
0: The leeches, of course. I, I mean, I knew absolutely. You,
1: I knew you knew I was going to say that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, Oh, man. Spookiest moment. I mean, I think the first half is a really nice, slow build up. I would say the whole first half of the movie is a really nice, slow build. To what proves to be a really, really funny last half of the movie, where everybody's kill- getting like bumped off by these really cute animals, especially the lizards. These lizards are adorable, and they're throwing poison at Kenneth, and it's—they're so cute. They're just so cute that it's hard to be spooked by some they of
1: that. Da- that didn't even spook me. That would be a funny moment. Maybe we should. <laughs>
0: so let's get Maybe... some lizards and some bottles of poison. We'll put them in your room and see how scared you get.
1: No! How about we should add in um, funny moments, because sometimes there's funny moments.
0: Okay, that's moments. fair enough. What do you think the funniest moment in frogs is?
1: Where the frogs get stacked up, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good one. Uh, I will say, in addition to the tarantula... The thing that also makes me laugh is, I guess it's two parts on the dock near the end, because there's a lizard that, like, cuts the, it, like, bites through the rope and lets the boat go.
1: And and, and and it ties up a frog.
0: And then there's a frog tied up to the dock. (laughs) It pans over.
1: And you said that maybe they wanted it to stay there and it wouldn't stay there. Yeah, clearly
0: (laughs) this frog was supposed to be in the shot. They couldn't get it to stay. And so they just put, like, a little piece of fishing string around its leg and tied it to the dock and it's like at the furthest extent of the string with its back leg just sticking straight out just still trying to get away and I mean that's not nice but it's a really goofy thing to spot because it shows the lizard who's like I got rid of your boat and then it pans over to this frog tied up to the dock I mean just put any frogs there it doesn't matter (laughs) you could put
1: a fake frog there so it wouldn't move
0: yeah done
1: that's mind-stealing, you guys. I, I know you can't hear me because... It's um, the past
0: when you're making the movie, yes. It's in 1972, uh, well before either of us was born. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, anything else to say about
1: um, frogs? Um, no.
0: So I know we've spoiled everything if you haven't already seen it, but <laughs> Alistair, would you recommend people watch this anyway?
1: With their parents watching it before...
0: Like, should people in general watch this movie?
1: Yes, if you think your kids could watch it.
0: What about if their kids can't watch it? (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. Should like, would you say would you say to Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe, you should watch Frogs? Yeah. Okay, so there you you go. You should
1: watch Frogs, but if you think it's too scary for your kids, you just watch it.
0: Definitely, I like it.
1: Definitely. You probably didn't get scared by the leeches because you're older and...
0: Yeah, that didn't really spook me. Leeches are gross, but, like, you know, Leeches scared
1: fine. me. That's why you should know about leeches before you watch this movie.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize till we were watching it you didn't even know what they were. But, yeah, it's on a double feature from Scream Factory on Blu-ray with The Food of the Gods, um, which is about giant rats and giant chickens and uh, giant... Uh, birds grubs and stuff yeah these
1: giant birds but
0: yeah so it's a it's a solid double feature and then you can get the double feature of empire of the ants and jaws of satan alongside it for a good time so boy i guess that's it huh mm-hmm. well okay cool any shout outs that you want to give
1: well no i don't have any this time
0: okay yeah i mean Oh, man, there's so there's so many people who we've been uh, shouting out over the months here. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've been listening to anything new. Oh, oh, Drew. Drew Hallam has a new show called Real Feels Podcast. And that's R-E-E-L-F-E-E-L-S. Real Feels. Um, they're up to episode three. They have a really eclectic mix of movies that they're talking about. They've talked about uh, Tremors, Glory. And the little rascals, so really eclectic mix of movies. Check them out. I mean, for starting off, man, you'd you'd swear they were way into their run. Like they've they've got a really good rapport. I mean, obviously they're friends and stuff, but like the show sounds good. So Drew, keep it up. Good work, man.
1: Um. Uh, also, Steve has a yeah a podcast,
0: He's, a YouTube channel,
1: YouTube channel. I listened to the a little bit of the third episode.
0: Yeah, and you listen to part of another one with me too. Uh Steve Reviews on YouTube. Uh Alistair's Uncle Steve, one of like one of my oldest friends, um, who I went to college with. He's got a YouTube channel and he just posted a review this week of the Oscars. So
1: nice, so that's four episodes?
0: Um that puts him at I believe five five or six episodes. So There you go. Those are two new shows that you should check out. And of course, again, um, we are a patron-supported podcast. If you want to support the show, head over to Alistair, where?
1: Patreon.com slash word salad.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Most of that money that we make goes towards Alistair's college College fund. Fund. Yeah, boy. I know how so, to say
1: it since you've been saying it since the first episode.
0: Yeah, I've been saying it all along. That's where that's where this money's going. Right? Mm, we're...
1: To my college fund.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it it helps this kiddo out for sure. If he's bringing you some joy, you know, you want to help him out, there you go. There's how you do it. And get something extra for yourself. A whole bunch of awesome content from the likes of us. As well as uh, the show Cinemuck that I've been doing for Patreon exclusively. Tune in Pod After Dark. Stuff from Joe Ketchum, quote unquote Guilty, and a whole bunch of other original I've been shows. On,
1: um, Joe's podcast before. Yeah, to quote do unquote Guilty. Sharknade, yes.
0: That was the first one. That Sharknade. was the inspiration for our show.
1: Yeah, that's where I said yeah. I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And we tried to get up with some names, and Joe said, cadaver cast
0: and here we are and if if here uh, after 45 episodes we brought you some joy you want to uh help us out a little bit head on over to patreon.com slash word salad yeah if you want to keep informed about what we're doing at cadaver cast follow us on social media we're on twitter at cadaver underscore cast you can find us on facebook at Cadavercast. Um, we're actually going to be starting a Facebook group here soon so we can better engage with you. So um, right now we have a page, but over spring break I'm going to put together a group which is going to give us you know, more opportunities to really connect with our listeners. And then if you want to send us an email, uh, send us an email at cadavercast, that's one word, at gmail.com.
1: Also on Patrons we have an episode that we didn't want to do on the actual thing the it's just a lost episode.
0: Oh yeah, our lost patrons. episode is up on uh Patreon. I forgot what yeah. we did. It was our original recording of Monster Squad.
1: Yeah. The audio
0: wasn't great, so um so it was just... it was lost for for a long time and we re-recorded the episode when Al was 5, but uh posted the recording from when Al was 4 on Patreon, so you can yeah. hear that difference and it's pretty crazy. So yeah, right. um again Check us out on social media there, and if you want to see CadaverCast live, it is free at the DePaul Celebration of Slashers. Just go over to the uh, Facebook event page and find the links to go register for your free tickets for that event, and uh, hopefully we'll see you there. But Alistair, you want to sign us out, my boy? Yep.
1: You've been listening to CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham.
0: And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham.
1: We love ya. Croaky croaky everywhere.